Your next promotion is just the beginning, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 165. Today's episode is here to show you as an executive leader what you can do when you are the person left behind. When you are the person that needs to pick up the pieces after massive layoffs have happened at your organization, when you are the leader that needs to step up and and be that strategic, visionary leader for your group, even though times are changing and reorgs are happening and things aren't even working out as well as you would like them to work out. How do you do that? How do you not only maintain, but thrive during these times of uncertainty? Let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out. Because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Hello, corporate badasses. Welcome to another episode of Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and super excited to be here with you again this week. So I am pretty thrilled with a couple of things that happened in the past couple weeks. So I wanted to share them with you as a testament to women changing leadership, the impact that women really can have on the leadership table. So when we hear that, we really think about the impact they could have on their organizations. And I also want to put your attention on the impact that you can have on other individuals at your organization, the impact that you can have on other people's careers as a mentor, as a role model, as a sponsor, as a person who supports more diversity in leadership. And part of the reason that I have a job and have the work that I teach you is so impactful is because nobody is sharing what it takes to actually get promoted. And you hear me share, there are a lot of reasons why this is. One is just because they don't really know themselves and it's difficult. They're working on their own careers and trying to navigate. And it's hard to share that information if you don't really understand all the ins and outs of it yourself. But another reason that people don't share information about how to get promoted is because of the concept of scarcity, that where promotions are all about self and promoting ourselves, and they aren't about promoting the collective. And Women Changing Leadership is set out to debunk that. It's a myth anyway. It's not actually true. Most of the women that I come in contact with really care about lifting other women up. That's part of their own mission. That's why they want a voice at the table. But the overall collective feeling is it's one for all. A promotion is something you have to figure out on your own, and it's all about you, and it's all about you and your title, and (laughs) that's just a bunch of BS, and I'm tired of it. And two things happened this week that really stood out to me as being, oh my gosh, times are shifting, and I get to be a part of that. I get to be at the forefront of that, which is incredible. One of those is I went into an organization 
to speak for their women's resource group. And this was a really great opportunity for me to share my signature class about why you're not getting promoted and give you that blueprint to be able to step into a higher level leadership role. But the thing that I really noticed that was unique about this particular organization is the no BS attitude around it. The women who showed up for this call, there were several hundred women on this call, and they were all asking really good questions. And I was able to give them clear, honest answers, even if it meant that they might leave their organization, even if it meant that they might leave their group or work for a different boss or actually ask for a promotion or more money. And I think what a lot of human resources departments, why they feel scared is because they don't want a bunch of people who are underqualified to start coming in and demanding more pay, higher titles, and they don't really have anything to back it up. But here's the thing is that everything that I teach you on this podcast and in my executive ahead of time, all throughout my executive leadership path to really change the leadership table is all about how do we back that up? We are going to ask for promotions but we're also going to know what we need to do differently, how we need to communicate differently in order to be ready for that promotion, in order to be ready for that higher pay. And so that is my mission. That's what everything goes along with it. So in this women's resource group, it was so important for me to really share with them what it's really going to take, what they're really going to have to do in order to put themselves out there in a way that actually allows their voice to be heard and to connect with executives leaders to really hold themselves accountable for, you know, shifting into that higher level of executive communication from changing their executive presence so that they can be seen as that executive leader, right, as well as ask for those promotions. So, I was so pleased that this organization brought me in and made me think about 2023 and how I want to speak at more organizations like this and really give women these tools very directly, tell them exactly what they need to do. And it's not just about walking in and demanding a promotion, right? You know that. You've been listening to my podcast. So that's one piece that just really gave me hope and excitement about the future. And then the second thing is, is I was having a conversation with a chief strategy officer. And she was very excited to share with me that she purchased my book and she really enjoyed my book. And I was like, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so glad. You know, that's great. And she said, no, it was especially great because I have a woman on my team that I've been trying to promote for a while because she keeps asking for a promotion. But really, I know she's not ready for a promotion. And so I haven't put her up for one because she's not doing what she needs to do to get ready to be in that next level. And she goes, I read your book. And I was like, oh, my God, Stacy, you nailed it. You laid it out for her step by step that she needs to get out of the weeds, that she needs to understand the vision for the organization, how to communicate that vision. She needs to be building relationships with the executive team, everything, and then the how to do it that I lay out inside of my book, Promotions Made Easy. And so she bought the book for her employee, for her direct report and said, hey, start doing these things. Check in with me. Let's have a conversation about it because this is going to work. You're going to get promoted if you do these things. 
And so I was so thrilled and in such a great testament to women changing leadership because she was able to really say, I'm not just going to tell you you need to work on your executive presence and just let you figure it out. I'm really going to give you the tool and say, hey, look, Stacy's laid it out here for you. Follow these guidelines and you'll get promoted. And and this is not the first boss-employee relationship that have worked themselves through this book. And it's just really, really, really exciting. So I had to share that with you at the top of today's episode because I'm just, I'm, I'm, well, like I said, five times. I'm totally excited. Now, this episode is actually a more serious bent to it that's not quite so exciting. And that is the the climate of the world right now and organizations with massive amounts of layoffs, reorgs, restructuring, hiring freezes. There's a lot happening for a lot of people and a lot of questioning for women about what's next, a considerable amount of disappointment. You know, you've done the work, you've put yourself out there, you've built the relationships And now that person has left the organization or now everything is being put on hold and it sucks. And I want to address that. And in today's episode, I'm really going to talk about what to do if you are the person left behind. So for many of us, we're afraid of losing our job and rightfully so. And and so many of you have. And so the first thing I want to do is acknowledge that and that it's not easy to be laid off and it's not easy to be in that situation where you have to find a new opportunity. But I'm not going to talk specifically today about how to find that new opportunity because essentially it's like pretty straightforward, right? You're applying for another job. You, you just have to find another job. That's what it is. And there are steps that you can take to do that. Today's episode is really more for the people who aren't laid off, for those of you who are left behind, for the leaders that just had to lay off their entire team or half their team or some of their best employees, for the leaders that lost two or three of their employees because they quit right? Because they were sick of what was happening at their organization. For the leaders that were promised the promotions and now aren't going to receive them. For the leaders that want to be positive, but can't really find anything positive to be positive about. For the leader that got promoted in all of this reshuffling and now feels terrible about it because they're the only one who got promoted and two or three other people got laid off, right? That feels awful. You know, yes, you want to be excited about your promotion, but the unease and the discomfort around you and the road ahead can feel very unsettling. So that's the person that I'm talking to in today's episode. And if you are one of the people who were the victims of a layoff, please consider still listening to today's episode because it's going to be pointing to you too, because you're going to get hired into another organization where things are still continuously uncertain. And so how do we break through that? How do we continue to be that thoughtful, strategic, visionary leader for our team? And the first way that we're going to be that strategic, thoughtful, visionary leader for our team is to know that change 
is part of the job description. Being able to manage change, to pivot, to you know, reshuffle, to look at the bigger picture, to know, okay, well, the short term is messed up. The short term is different, but let's look to our long-term vision. Are we still on track? What are we going to do instead? To be able to pull out and just take that more visionary approach, to be that light in the tunnel of chaos, right? To be that grounding force for your organization, that clear head, that thinker, that calm in the middle of the storm. That is actually what you're great at. And you know how to do this. And so I really want to remind you that you know how to pivot, that you know how to work through adversity. If you are a woman and you are in a vice president position or higher, you know how to work through adversity. It's how you got there. You cannot get into those higher level positions without challenging yourself, without challenging the way that you see things, without pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. It's part of the deal. And so many of my women, you know, in the Myers-Briggs personality assessment, many of them are people who thrive in chaos. They really shine. They become that person that just gets that focus and that energy and that enthusiasm, even in times of craziness. So step number one that I want you to start to ask yourself is, how do I actually do better when things are uncertain? What is it that kicks into gear that helps me through times like this? What is that momentum? What is that that part of me that says, I can do this, that part of me that gets super creative, that part of me that's able to pull out and see the bigger picture while everybody else is scrambling and and like that you see the head spinning around and the sweat pouring from their faces, you're able to still be level-headed. Who is that person, right? Because you know it inside you and there are aspects of you that are strongest during this situation. So that's the first piece that I want you to really understand. The second piece is that this is, I, you know, I hate to say an opportunity because it sounds very trite, but during every reorg, there are tremendous opportunities for growth. And the reason why I say it sounds trite is because it sounds very Pollyannish. Like, it's like, well, you know, whenever something bad happens, it's a great opportunity to look at the bright side and to succeed. And <laughs> what the real truth is, is that during times of chaos, you'll see an organ, like, if we just look at organizations as a whole, you'll see the organizations that deal with these challenges better than others. And they're the ones who really thrive. The organizations that are able to pivot, that are able to move in a different direction, right? Those are the organizations that stand out in the long haul. And the same goes for your leadership. And so if you have this attitude that chaos is normal, it's part of the job description, I can handle this, then you're able to just pull out, see the bigger picture, really say, okay, how are we going to solve this problem? You know, what are my resources? What do I know about this, right? So if you're able to be that kind of a leader, I also want you to do that for your career, 
right? So everything I'm teaching you on this podcast is about managing your career like you manage your people, right? So if we're really managing our career in that same way and you're able to pull out and look at the changes that are happening around you, notice where the opportunities are for you to step up, to step into something different, to switch groups, to to take something off of your boss's plate. What are those opportunities for you to get really clear on the impact and the value that you can create in a short amount of time and really like say yes to it? Say, I'm going to solve this problem for you. When you do that, what you do is you become the savior. You become the person that that solves the really important problems for the organization. And you can also ask for the title and the compensation to go along with that. Now, here is the third piece, which is not to feel guilty or to let the situation at hand, which is that a bunch of quote unquote layoffs happen. So therefore, I can't ask for a raise or I can't ask for a title change because this just happened. And the truth is, is that a lot of people get promoted and a lot of people get paid a lot more money, even during hiring freezes, even during times of layoffs, because What's happening is the people who are really adding the value at the organization are the ones that they're looking to to help out in this particular situation. They're looking for you to step up and they want you to become that vice president. They want you to become that C-suite executive in the middle of the situation, right, as other people are getting moved around. And if perhaps you're able to step up and you aren't able to get the title or the compensation to match, you can still lay the pathway for that conversation and just say, okay, well, I'm willing to do this now because my 3X vision is still very clear and I want to help in this way. But I also want to remind you that my goal is to be included in the management team meetings. Oh, okay. Well, let's get to the management team meetings. Okay. My goal is to be a vice president and be included in the management team meetings, right? So that's really what we're doing is we're trying to communicate in that way so that so that they know that our intention is very clear that the promotion comes along with this. And even if they can't match it at this time, when are they going to match it? And so either or you're still asking, right? Even amongst the crisis, even amongst the layoffs, you're still putting yourself out there. And it's so, so, so important. And I already alluded to step three, which was to realize that these things happen sort of out of order, that these are our myths and that we don't need to feel guilty about asking for something for ourselves, even though something else happened to our organization. A couple of months ago, a woman posted in the Executive Ahead of Time Facebook community that she was now the bad guy, that she was now the bad boss because she had to lay off a couple people on her team. And I was like, first of all, you absolutely are not the bad guy. (laughs) You are not the bad boss. This is not your fault. This is not your problem in the sense that you cannot help it. You are not the bad guy. We are not the bad guy that because we got promoted and all these other layoffs happened. And the other way that I want you to look at this is to really understand that, you know, that other person that got promoted and you didn't? Like, look at that and let that piss you off a little bit. But it's also proof that things happen 
even when times are tough and reorgs and when they say, you know, let's just wait, let's just hold off, right? All this stuff is happening around you all the time. And for me personally, I want to be a part of it. I want to be in the room where it happens. I want to be a part of the conversation. I want to put myself out there. I want to say what it is that I need. I want to claim and own my value. I want to be included in those decisions, So a couple of different things are happening for you right now. And one is, you know, of course, acknowledge that this is hard. And that's why I say the thing about, you know, this is a great opportunity for growth is being trite is because what that does is it tends to bypass the pain and the suffering that people really do have for these layoffs, for these reorgs, right? When we're being a thoughtful, strategic, visionary leader for our team, We're not ignoring that change is hard for everybody left. We're acknowledging that. We're working through this together as a team, as a group. We're using our empathy in that way rather than shutting down and feeling sorry for ourselves because you are not the bad guy. You are not the victim either. And there are places where your leadership is needed now more than ever. So for today's episode, I really wanted just to remind you of the power that you do have, of how strong you are to thrive during chaotic times, how much your organization still continues to need your leadership. And you know what? Even in times of layoffs, you have choices. The other piece is that women are still getting hired at other organizations, at organizations that just did layoffs. They're still hiring people from the outside. Shifts continue to happen. Hiring happens all year round. You have relationships. These organizations are not failing. They're not dying. They're just changing. And so you're going to change and adapt and move right along with them. So if the chaos gets to be too much at your organization, find your other options. This is all the work that we're doing inside of Executive Ahead of Time. Executive Ahead of Time is the beginning of my executive leadership path where I show you how to communicate as that executive leader, how to be that visionary leader, that strategic leader. And then you continue on the path with me and you learn how to troubleshoot, how to pivot, how to deal with difficult situations, how to focus your attention on what you really, really need. One of the greatest compliments that I can receive is people feel better when shit happens to them. (laughs) Like the women inside my programs are getting laid off. They're getting moved around. Their bosses are leaving. Their promotion opportunities are falling away from their fingertips. But the difference is, is that when they were trying to figure all this out on their own, they would go into this dark place, this downward spiral of not knowing what to do. They would head back to their desk, head down, just like get their work done. Like, oh, this is just how it's going to be for me. But that's not how it's going to be for you. And so the compliment that I receive over and over again is just thank you. (laughs) Thank you for helping me remember that my vision is still the same. Thank you for helping me remember the impact that I am able to make. Thank you for helping me see the choices that I have 
you do not have to go through this on your own. You should not be going through this on your own. There are so many places where you can get that support. And I welcome you, welcome you onto my executive leadership path because we are really changing organizations one promotion at a time. And I am so, so happy that you join me for this podcast every week. And I am actually kind of excited to see what's next for us, right? There's so many possibilities. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.